0: Welcome to The Devil's Advocate, I'm your host, David Ray. This is a show where I bring on a guest and they argue on a topic and I take the polar opposite position regardless of my true feelings on the matter. And that's really put to the test today as I bring on Morris Bartlett, who argues for the existence of God, which forces me to argue against the existence of God. And that's a little weird for me because I am a Christian. Uh, Morris is an atheist, but he has no stakes in this race. He doesn't care, ultimately. Uh, he, he he wants to just upset me, frankly. Uh, so this is, turns into a kind of a weird, ironic debate, uh, where it's like an atheist arguing for the existence of God, and a Christian's arguing against the existence of God. It, it's like the internal monologue of C.S. Lewis. That said, uh, before we get into the episode, although this podcast is called The Devil's Advocate. I and I'm arguing against the existence of God in this episode. I'm in no way in league with the devil. In fact, I hope that when the devil goes to buy his groceries this week, he goes to uh, pay for it with his card, but it gets rejected. And so he's like, Oh, that's super weird. And he tries it again and gets declined again. And he's like, Oh, this is, I don't know what's going on. And he has to call his credit card company as people are starting to line up and they're like, well, what's with this guy Does he have his life together. This guy's an idiot. And he, and he notices everybody's looking at him and, uh, and he, and he's having this phone call and he's having to punch in his numbers and, He's yelling into the automated voice system, and everybody's like, oh, this guy has, he needs to know what he's doing with his life. And he feels that, because it sinks in deeper, that it's not just about the situation, but it's all of it all together, and he feels shame. And then he eventually gets through, and he clears it all up, and uh, just as he then leaves the store, he drops his bags and he breaks all the eggs that he bought for his omelet that he was going to make special for his girlfriend, and he just he says to himself, you know what, I don't even care, and he goes home, and his girlfriend is now upset and uh, mad at him. That's how much I'm opposed to the devil. With that, let's jump into this episode with Morse Bartlett. <laughs> Well, I have with me Mr. Morris Bartlett. Uh, I've been, I've seen you a lot at comedy shows, and we talk all the time. We do. Uh, about uh, various topics. That's a true thing you've said. Especially about religion and God and everything like that. So I have a feeling I know what you're going to be wanting to debate today. I've prepared all these arguments uh, for the existence of God, because I know that you, as an atheist, you're a noted atheist. Super atheist, in fact, yes. Yeah. I know. Well, actually... To say that you're a noted atheist is kind of weird because, well, I guess I'm noting it right now. Uh-huh, yeah. So, th- we're noting it right here, you're yep. an atheist. So, I, I have prepared uh, in case you were going to argue against God, and I am 100% percent, uh, prepared. I got a lot of notes here, so, uh, is that why we're, de- we're debating?
1: Uh, sort of, actually. Uh, I came here today, um, I'm going to argue for the existence of God.
0: Um. Uh, you're you're going to argue.
1: For I'm the existence. I'm going to argue that God exists.
0: Like like you know that I'm you're the atheist. I'm uh-huh. the Christian. Yeah. Okay. Um, all of these notes are useless to me, uh, Morris. Good. You're welcome. <laughs> I like I spent I like went through textbooks in the. Um, okay. All right. Do you need a minute? <laughs> uh. Do
1: you need to? You uh, need to prepare? No, no, I got
0: it. I got it. I'm, I've, we're going to suss out the truth, and we're going to discover, of course, uh, if God exists. And I will. I will not hold back. I am like a pit bull. Um, Good. Yeah, and we will find this out. And I, you're going to find. I'm going to convince myself that God doesn't exist. At the end of this, that's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So oh, be wow. prepared. Oh my God, that's yep. amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, let. us why don't you open it up? What's, All right. What's your first argument on this?
1: Okay, so uh, you know how some things are more absurd than other things? Okay. Right? Uh, a duck is absurd, but like a duck the size of a horse is more absurd than that, right? Right. Okay, so that means that they're on a scale, which means that there's a maximum end of absurd. Right? You're following sure. so
0: far? Okay, yes. Okay,
1: so that must mean that there is something that is the most absurd Right. Right. And because I can think of it, like there's some sort of super duck that is the most possible absurd thing, and because something that exists is more absurd than something that doesn't exist, the duck god exists as the most absurd thing, and the same logic applies to regular god.
0: Okay. So you're saying be- that if the god, that this duck, yeah. The fact that he exists—that's the most absurd thing. Like, yeah. if, it's in, if it's in our imagination,
1: then yeah, absolutely.
0: I am intrigued by your duck god.
1: Yeah, and the same applies to regular god as well, or, or as I prefer, original god, vanilla god.
0: Are you, wait now? Uh, are you arguing that uh, the god that typically is discussed—you're saying he's a duck?
1: No, no, no! I'm saying he's a six armed elephant, but uh, an elephant. Never mind. <laughs> Which
0: animal are we debating? See, this is this, you can't just throw these kind of arguments it's, where it's
1: just willy nilly. Listen, it's the nature of God. It's, it's he's all animals. He's all, but mostly elephants and a little bit ducks. You can't. That is too bizarre.
0: Oh, I see your point. It's now. the most bizarre. Well, I, do, I I don't think uh, a lot of people would agree with you that we have a duck elephant god. Well, they're wrong. Okay. Can so, you think of something So you're you're atheist against all the gods except for your duck elephant god. Is what you're saying. Like you there's no god except for. Oh, no, no, I'm arguing for the existence of god. Okay, so Right. Okay, so you, you're a theist. It's just You've a noted theist. me as an atheist, but clearly you weren't paying enough attention. No, I should have been paying attention to those earlier discussions. Okay, uh, this is really throwing me... Okay, well, I, I mean, here's against your point that uh, uh, God it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, I have never met him. I haven't... I have, I've gone to church for a long time. Uh-huh. I've uh, waited... Uh-huh. I have, I have my, my Bible waiting waiting to, for him to uh, sign it. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him show up once to sign it. And it kind of bums me out. And of course, you know, like well, I can't on. taste or touch him. Right. Or smell him or any of that kind of okay. stuff. So thus, if you can't empirically see and engage with him, it must not exist. And it's the same reason that it's ridiculous to believe in love or peace or any of those kind of things, you can't quantify those. So, thus, what do you mean? Of course, you can. How do you quantify? I have go a, down to the pharmacy. I have a six ounce jar of
1: love in my car. No, you do not. Yes, you are being ridiculous. You're just you're not even being serious for this discussion. Of right now. Of course, I am. I am always one hundred percent serious. Also, what I else like is love know? known as? Is it just like a, a jar of mayonnaise? Like what is it? Yeah, it just I just got some from the from the love fountain. I was on vacation, and I just grabbed some. Okay. Yeah, I just put it in a jar. I carry it around with me in case of emergencies. You know that that's not true. Of course, it's it's definitely true. I got it in Milwaukee. You got it in Milwaukee. Yes. <sighs> and besides, you can't. Uh, you've never. You've never met uh, or tasted Santa Claus. Only only the actors at malls. And Santa Claus is real. Uh well he is uh i I have not met him, so thus he can't be real. He absolutely is otherwise uh how do how do all the uh all the boys and girls around the world get presents uh parents parents no, that's listen uh there's a concept known as Arkham's razor where you need to distill an argument to its simplest form, and the the one that's simplest is probably true right right so we already know all about Santa Claus, or we can imagine that there's this vast conspiracy of grown-ups around the world. And I'll I'll let you in on a little secret. I'm a grown-up. Right. And I'm not in on the conspiracy, right? And they would they would all have to accept this 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 mythological Santa Claus and just like buy presents in his name. And like, and what, they just, a lot of households put out cookies and milk and they're like bitten and the, and the cookies are, are drank in the morning. Do you, what, d- does the dad just do that? That's, that's absurd. It's
0: absurd. So that's, it's probably true if we we're pulling in your duck argument from earlier. So I, I'm just saying, okay, well, uh, what,
1: what's your next point? What what, what else? This is, a, this is a famous argument for God. Right. Um, it, it was coined in the late 1930s. Okay. Um, it's called the Clark Kent Argument, and it goes like this. Uh, you've never seen God and a thing that exists in the same room. Therefore, they must be the same thing. Right? Like, you've never seen Batman and Bruce Wayne in the same room. That's because, spoilers everyone, Bruce Wayne is Batman. So you're saying,
0: if I'm following this correctly, you're saying God is Clark Kent. Uh, Superman. But yes. Well, I mean,
1: it is known that Superman is an allegory for Jesus. No, Clark Kent is Jesus. Anyways, we're we're missing Hmm. the point here. What I'm saying is this proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that God exists. Because
0: if You've you've never seen God and say, that ironing board that we have in the corner there, at the same time, because we don't see God right now, but we see that ironing board. Well,
1: not only have we, it's not just... He is that ironing board? It's not just the ironing board, it's anything that exists. You've never seen God, and also at the same time, anything that exists. Right. Right.
0: Hmm. So he's everything. This sounds like a very hippie kind of a, a
1: philosophy you have there. Sarah. Well, uh, it's it's not a philosophy; it's just the facts, ma'am. Well, fair enough. Okay. I didn't. I didn't invent God. You did not. No, I am only. I am only responsible for You're explaining his messenger? him. Yeah. You're his divine messenger. Apparently today I am. Okay. Well, th- this this is like the silver server. Like the silver server. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Uh, Okay, well, here's here's mm-hmm. the thing. Uh, if God exists, you know, and we have the Bible. People say that the Bible is God's word and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's I such I might, a, it's I might need a
1: citation for that. It, well, it says so in the Bible itself. Oh, uh, we'll have to put that in the bibliography of the podcast. Okay. Okay. That's true. Carry on. Uh, so,
0: but here's the thing. People, if it's such a good God book, you know... Uh, then how come it's not also a science textbook? You can't get science from that book. It is not a cookbook. Uh, you cannot learn how to do a TV VCR repair. That's true. Any good god book would, be a, uh, would tell you how to fix your TV VCR. Uh, it would also be a comprehensive guide to hobo culture, an etiquette book for young ladies in the 1850s in London. It would be the blueprint for a clean, renewable energy. It would be a hoverboard. A flux capacitor, a DeLorean, the script for Back to the Future 4. A fantasy at- novel. A fantasy novel. And uh, Atlas for Neptune. It would have all of these things if it was a good god book, but it's not. It's like it's trying to talk about something else and something specific that's not science and all these things. And it's like, what uh Isn't science the most important thing that we need to learn about, you know? Well,
1: okay, so what you're trying to do here is you're you're trying to use your rational mind to answer an irrational problem. And in fact, science and religion are trying to talk about two distinctly different things, right? Science is trying to talk about uh, things that are true. And uh, religion is trying to talk about how I can stop my children from doing things that I don't want them to. Right. Hmm. Sure, but
0: I, I don't think that's the case. I, I think that they're uh, trying to. Well, because there's only one kind of truth that's worth anything, right? Empirical mm-hmm. truth. If it's not empirically true, like if you can't see, taste, touch, smell it, then why
1: follow it at all? You well, know? I mean, that's a good point, and it's a good thing for me that um, God is logically empirically true. Because, as, because as why? As I've proven so far in this debate, and will continue to prove. I, I don't... You, you have not proven anything, because I have not seen your
0: jar of love. I haven't seen uh, a satchel full of justice.
1: I have not seen, I have not seen any of these things. Uh, a satchel full of justice uh, looks exactly like surplus military hardware given to a small-town county sheriff's office. So you're going very uh, literal on this.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, the, the, But that's not called justice. Sure it is. So if... if the
1: It's just the, the kinds of justice that are in that bag, you know? This particular unit of justice is known as the AR-15, or that particular unit of justice is known as the grenade launcher. They're used to do things like serve uh, no-knock warrants on, you know, like um, small-time pot dealers who live in their grandmother's basement. So you're t- saying when
0: uh, in the Bible it says justice rules down like mighty waters. Uh-huh. Uh, you're saying that the Bible is talking about a river made out of
1: assault rifles. Not just assault rifles, but yes. It, it would have all of these... M- m- yeah, like everything from like, from like just individual bullets to grenades to assault rifles to entire tanks. It's a really heavy tidal wave. All right. And that's, in fact, how we know how to build all these things, because uh, at one point, if you read your Bible, your Bible, you will know that God flooded the entire earth with justice, and we still, we still know how to make it, because we have examples of it. From we have that, all the flooded-over weaponry yeah. from that day. Yes. From when the entire earth was flooded with justice. Okay, well, what about this? Uh, can
0: God... Huh? How about this? Can God make a hot sauce so hot that even he can't eat it? You know, because that's, because then you're you're stuck. You're, you have a paradox. It's impossible to
1: overcome that. Oh, oh, no, so no, thus, that's, actually God can exist. that's actually simple. That's actually simple. He can. He can. Yep. He's all powerful, so he can make.
0: But that means he's not powerful enough to make a, a hot sauce
1: that is too hot for him. No, he because he's all-powerful, he can make the hot sauce that's too hot for him to eat, mm-hmm. and then he can eat the hot sauce. But then,
0: then he's not good at making hot enough hot sauce.
1: No, he did that correctly. He's all-powerful, remember. Hmm. So one of the core tenets of God. Core tenets of God. Yeah, there's three things required for there to be a God. Which is? That he's all-powerful. Right. That he's all-knowing, and that he's all-loving. And apparently that he can eat... Hot sauce. Well, Impossible. that's part of all powerful. Yeah. Okay. It's not like a side note of, like what what? Okay, that's no. Powerful. He's powerful enough to do it, and then he's also powerful enough to eat the hot sauce. Right. I don't see what your problem with this is.
0: Well, okay. You have do you have another point? I gave you my uh, point there about the hot sauce, which I think is still valid. I mean, it's impo- It's a paradox.
1: No, I've disproven that. Um, you have not, but okay. Well, okay, so. Um, uh, for instance, uh, have you have you ever heard of the watchmaker argument? Uh, I am familiar, but you can inform our, uh, our listeners. Okay. Well, listeners at home, uh, the watchmaker argument posits that if you were wandering along the beach and you found uh, a working pocket watch, you would assume that someone built it, right? It has, it worked, like it keeps time perfectly. I would assume it's, somebody lost it. Well, yeah, but also that it was that built pocket at some watch point. has always existed there. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: uh, uh, I, and, I and 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 well, it was, it was probably some uh, old timey, eighteen hundreds uh, railroad tycoon uh-huh. who uh, lost it there on the ground, and uh, it's been there all for, the time for how long? Uh, all always all six thousand years. Uh, All from an infinity because it goes back to infinity. Oh, everything exists forever. Never had a beginning. Never has an end. It's eternal.
1: Oh, you're wrong, actually. Uh, because uh, God made everything six thousand years ago, and just like the Earth is an ordered system, right? right, That that has processes that hum along perfectly, Mm -hmm. very finely tuned right? The same as a pocket watch. Someone had to build that pocket watch, right? Otherwise it wouldn't run properly. Uh, And then also, someone had to build the Earth. Anyone who could have built the Earth Mm -hmm. is God, right? The Earth is exactly the way God wanted it. With with hurricanes and tsunamis, uh, God exactly set out to make a planet that sometimes drowns innocent babies.
0: Or it could be that there is just a machine... Or this kind of world with all these laws, they just kind of spin on their own. It's just a machine that's just unwatched, you know? Yeah. They just uh, go on their own and, uh, you know, but at the same time, that doesn't uh, mean that God uh, created it. It was just this machine that happens to be going along. And maybe it's when uh, people die, mm-hmm. it's not because God wills it to be. You know, because probably like death, life and death is just a thing that happens. It's not the worst thing that can happen. You mm-hmm. know, it's not predetermined by somebody. It's, it's just things that happen and we have to learn to accept and engage in these kind of things. You know, and I don't think God's just
1: choosing to do this to us. You know, um, well, uh, again, you're wrong. Right. Um, because, as we've already established, he's all-powerful, mm-hmm. so everything is within his... Con- it's just as easy for him to do something as not do something, so anything that happens was his choice. Where does free will come into all of this? Uh, there's there, there there's none, actually. We have no free will. Yeah, no, because God picked it all. I mean, he built exactly the people that he wants, so it feels to us like we have free will, but, I mean... Um, was only, you know, God chose to make the people that he made instead of anyone else, right? He chose to make me instead of uh, someone who is like me but makes better choices, right? Right, like Dan Taylor. Like Dan Taylor. Right. Um, so... <laughs> uh, I got you. I got uh, you with the truth. Wow, you're right. Dan, Dan Taylor is a better me. I only wish that I I only wish that I could be Dan Taylor. Uh, in other news. What the hell were we talking about?
0: I think we were talking about uh the fact that uh I clearly have won this because you've made all these wild uh arguments. And consider this, you may be thinking that you've made some sound arguments but uh remember Uh, You came into this debate uh, arguing for the existence of God. Mm -hmm. I can't lose this debate. Why? Why? Because if you turn out to be correct, guess what? What? It means you've just convinced a bunch of people to become God followers. That means I win in that case. And if I beat you in the arguments, guess what? I still win. I win no matter what. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. I I would like to thank my guest, Morris Bartlett, for coming on this show. And uh, I would like to note that I still have my continued winning streak. And there you have it. After all these years of existence, we have finally determined whether or not God exists on this podcast between two idiots. Uh, If you would like to... Get back to me about who you believe won this episode. Uh, you can tweet at me uh, at the Dave Ray, uh, or if you'd like to follow Morris and give him feedback on Twitter, you can follow him there at uh, Morristron3000, Morristron three thousand, M uh, O R R I S T R O N three thousand. There you have it. That's it, it for this episode. And as a reminder to my listeners, uh, I'm not the devil. It's just that you don't understand irony.